Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I had to mute it. FT Sports Pop. Welcome to the show. 646-668-2182 is the number. I hear echo tonight. I hear my voice like multiple times. I don't even know what to do about that. Nevertheless, welcome to the show tonight. We got a great show in mind for you guys tonight. Um, it is uh, very basketball heavy, if you would. Talking Pistons, talking the landscape of the NBA after the trade deadline. A lot of things have been going on. We're on Facebook Live as well, ladies and gentlemen. So if you are tuning in, then I um, appreciate the love and the support that you continue to show us on a weekly basis. I am your host for the, tonight, C. Davis. I will be joined by the team, uh, B. Ellis. We'll be out of uh, pocket tonight. I will be joined by my man, Ron, and TV later on. But um, I want to start on a uh, more somber note and a a note that I'm not looking forward to really uh, broaching at all, but it is a topic that must be had. And um, unless you live under a box or on another planet, yeah, um, I don't even know where to start with this, man. Um, another mass shooting, and unfortunately, this mass shooting takes place at a school in Florida. And um, what's sad about this is the fact that you know, well, once again, it's it's being ignored, ignored by uh, policy, by politics, if you would. Um, Man, it's such a sensitive topic. It, it, it makes me, uh, it chokes me up even when I try to even talk about it. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details about it, but more so just the, the, the rage and the frustration that goes along with it. I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, and I mean this with all sincerity in my heart um, as I bring in uh, the crew as they uh, form in. Um, it's disappointing to know that the FBI knew about this situation a year ago, did absolutely nothing to claim that they didn't have all the facts or they just couldn't track somebody. The same FBI didn't figure out how to, you know, trace and find people from other countries and, you know, monitor websites and all this other stuff, but you can't seem to monitor uh, email or Google or YouTube or whatever it was in this situation. Um, it's, it's quite frustrating. It's uh, very disturbing, uh, breaks my heart. Um, it, it, it hurts. This one hurts. 
it, this this one hurts probably more than than any other. I mean, I think losing children, regardless, is is a, a it's tough. But this one, to have the facts and everything there, and knowing that it pointed in a direction where somebody could have did something, it, it, it I don't even know what to really go on or what to say other than, you know, continue to pray, continue to put your arms around those you care about, those you love. Um, you know, even if you haven't talked to somebody in a while, you know, to send them a message, say something, uh, because it, it, it matters right now. And continue to trend. Don't just do it because something tragic happened. Do it because uh, it's the right thing to do. And I am now joined by um, A.A. Ron and my man T.V. Uh, gentlemen, welcome to the show. Um, it's quite obvious where we're going, so I just want to give you guys the floor and, and let you say what your thoughts are on, obviously, the, the, the monster, the, the things that happened to this country, man, and it, it happens again this time in Florida, 17 um, individuals lost their lives this time uh, unnecessarily. Um, what's your thoughts? Uh, cognitive dissonance is... Uh very real and very apparent thing that uh, a lot of people seem to definitely suffer with. Um, the belief, like you just hold on to a belief despite all evidence to the contrary. You just have to make your belief true no matter what. Um, that being that there is no gun problem supposedly in this country. Um, there have been, what, 18 school shootings uh, so far this year, what, 46 days into the year. Now, I say 18 school shootings because that's just shootings at schools. Um, but if you talk about how many mass shootings there have been this year in this 46 days, there's been pretty much one a day, um, if not more. And it's – so, Chris, you said you wanted – you uh, – you, you, uh, or disappointed in the FBI. Um, yeah, but I am more disappointed in the powers that be that have the power to do something about it, but choose inaction and choose their wallets and their bank accounts over uh, the value of actual human life. Um, we've seen other countries in uh this uh on the on this on this planet that have had similar issues and they did something about it and it alleviated the problem um we've seen it work i think in the back of everybody's minds they know it will work they just don't want to take the sacrifice of losing out on something they may like for something that someone else loves meaning their children. Um, it's devastating to hear about this. Any loss of life is devastating, um, especially children. You know, uh, you send your kids to school to learn. You think that you're sending them, to, sending them to the safest place that they can possibly be during the day, and then you get a phone call or you turn on the TV and you see something like this happen. Um, we as intelligent beings, um, beings that are self-aware, beings that can learn, and beings that have the propensity to 
see ourselves and see our places in the world, need to collectively come together and realize that there is a problem, there is something that we need to do, and we can't sit on our asses and just wait for things to get better. Um, it takes action. We talk about thoughts and prayers every time this happens, um, but faith without works is dead. So you can think and pray all you want to, but unless you're doing something, you're adding to the problem. Um, first of all, uh, good evening, gentlemen. What's up, my um, friend? Not too much, not too much. Um, I'll just keep it short. Um, I haven't really read the full details. Um, it's unfortunate that this has happened, uh, especially when there's, when there's kids involved. But uh, long story short, well, overall, it's, it's, you, you gotta, you gotta. People have to do something. I mean, as McGriff stated, you know, we can we can sit and pray all day, but until something is done, the same thing is going to continue to happen over and over again. So, in order for things to change, man, people, I mean, your local our local politicians, whoever, people need to get involved and make some noise. So therefore, this thing does not happen again. I mean, some, whenever something like this happens. I think about my little brother who's 11, who's 11 years old right now, and he'll be in high school pretty soon. And, you know, when we were in high school, I don't think on our minds when we were in high school or middle school or whatever, it was just, you know, hey, let's just make sure we get our homework done, have some fun, whatever, and talk to that girl that we like. But in today's society, man, it's so much it's so much going on, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. So the fact that a parent has to worry about if they're going to see their child again before they drop them off to school is, is unheard of. So you know, hopefully something happens. I mean, hopefully something happens to the point where changes are made, and at the end of the day, we protect we protect these kids. So that's all I have to say on it. I don't want to make a joke out of it, but I don't know if you guys remember, like when we were in high school and middle school, et cetera. I remember when the girls carried combination locks on their keys, and that was probably the most dangerous thing where the principal will come out and say, you know, Hey, it's dangerous. Don't do that. You know, you could really hurt somebody if you do this and do that. Um, I thought it was, I mean, when I look back at it, I laugh and I, 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 I smile at it because we were safe. <laughs> that was the only thing we had to worry about in those days. And, you know, I don't want to make light of the situation. I really don't, but it's just, you know, all of us went to a DPS school and I'm telling you right now, as a product of Pershing high school and Renaissance high school in Detroit, every school I went to had motion detectors and every school, even after the bell rung, the first bell, there was a security guard sitting there waiting for anybody that came in late. And on the other door, they had somebody with a motion. If you would done the metal. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking back and I say to people who never went to school, in Detroit before, and I say that, and they look at me like I'm crazy. Like, was that not the norm? Like, is that not the norm? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't understand it. And, and forgive my ignorance, if you would, but I, I feel like in a lot of these schools, that can't be that difficult to get something, something that can prevent individuals walking into a school, for goodness sake. My son is seven years old, and everybody knows the story. He's far away. And it's so hard to not think about, you know, people bullying him or, or he being a bully, just you know, vice versa. 
hard to think about it, yet alone thinking about somebody who just wants to be evil for the day and walk into a school and do that. Um, something's got to be done. And I, pr- I pray that those who can make a change makes the change, man. I mean, we could talk about it all day, like you guys said, but I really hope something really does come down from it. Man. I, I, it's, it's really heartbreaking to hear it. And I'm, I, I'm, I, for one, am tired of hearing about it and talking about it. So I hope some real change can come about it. Uh, for the record, cast didn't have metal detectors. Oh, y'all didn't have metal detectors? No, we didn't. <clears throat> Interesting. Two types of people. Did, did y'all have metal detectors? No, we had metal detectors. We actually had uh, security guards. Um, so, no, no metal detectors. Some form of security, though, right? Some form of security was present. Interesting. I think DPS now has their own police department. <laughs> they yeah. Well, they've had it for public a school time. PD cars driving around. Now. Like, am I did I hallucinate when I saw that one day? No, that's that's real. I mean, they're actually they're they're Detroit police officers. They're just assigned to um, the schools. Interesting. Six four six 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 eight. 2182 is the number, um, and we hope to hear from people tonight. Um, let's, let's get into it, fellas. Full court press NBA roundtable. Um, no more NFL. However, there are some NFL topics that we can get into. Um, we got a rapid-fire topic from a little everything. I can't wait to get to that. We'll have a little bit of fun. But let's, let's get into it, fellas. Um, the NBA is in full swing. It's been in full swing. We're at the halfway point right now. It's always uh, – Dubbed as the NBA tradition to have their all-star break during Valentine's weekend or some sort. Uh, but post-trade deadline, TV, the new-look Cavs. I'm, I don't know if you was watching the game. I sure enough was watching it, especially after um, George Hill comments about being a bunch of Robins to LeBron's Batman. They're 2-0. Very impressive, by the way. I don't know if it's just that they're young and they got a little bit more spring in their jump than this old Cavs team and even the championship team. Are we kind of putting too much stock at the two wins or is this team for real now? Um, Well, to clarify, I think they made the trade after the Orlando game. So right now they've actually won four straight since the trade. Um. I don't know. I, I think I said it last week or so that you know. Let's just give it. Let's give it. Let's let's see what they look like a month from now, and then we could probably just take you know just make a hard assumption that this team can make a run uh, deep in the playoffs and possibly work their way back to the NBA Finals. But just watching the Boston game, for example, I mean, it's it's a it's a different Cavs look. It's a different Cavs Cavaliers on this on the on the court now. I mean, they have young pieces. They look fresh, they look fast, uh, they look committed, and they're winning. So it looks like the GM for the Cavaliers definitely uh, did his homework. And and look, and realized that, that the whole IT thing just wasn't working. I mean, mm-hmm. Wade technically was their best player off the bench, but, I mean, we're talking about an aging Wade. We're not talking about the same Wade from, you know, seven or eight years ago. So it was, it was time to make moves. And – Maybe this is these are the moves that will be necessary to hopefully convince LeBron to stay in Cleveland, but that remain that remains to be uh, unknown. But uh, yeah, I, I kind of like this Cavs line. I mean, I'm not lying, but I kind of like this acquisition with Rocky Hood, 
and George Hill, who's always, for the most part, been a solid point guard. And, um, you know, you got, you got guys that have never tasted postseason or have been in the postseason, so they know what it takes. Again, young, and they're willing to listen. They're willing to, you know, take the next step, willing to listen to LeBron and his, and his wisdom as to what it takes to, you know, make a deep run of playoffs right. and possibly make it to the finals and win. But I like, I, I like what Cleveland has done so far. It's, it's, it's interesting because when you look at this team now, the way that they're constructed, the, the bounce – I was watching uh, – which game was it? Ah, it was this most recent game that they just played. Um, gosh, who did they – OKC? They beat, they beat OKC. Down. Uh, OKC. Um, the way that they were getting up and down the court, I, I wanted to just say youth. But a part of me wanted to say that they're just smaller than normal. Like, this is a small team. This is the squad – that I think a lot of people were thinking about last year going against a Golden State team where they may not have the length, but they have the speed. They can get up and down. They, I mean, they can go. They can run. And they tried to do that against Golden State last year. Obviously, lost the finals. But I felt they tried to build the Cavs team last year with that type of speed. Didn't work out too well. This year, tried to do it with veteran, you know, uh, a veteran premise, if you would, with IT coming off the oak. And hopefully starting, and that didn't work out. Derrick Rose on the decline of his career in D Wade. This team has something, though. I feel like they got something. McGriff, I, I want to turn it over to you because we see this a lot in the oh. NFL as well. We'll see a trade happen like Philly. They traded for Jay Ajayi, and then all of a sudden Philly just gained something different. Although they were the number one team in the, in the NFC, they got a, a different running back. They changed up the scheme of what they were able to do. Looking at the new Cavs squad, how do you feel about it? I mean, do you think that this team has what it takes? It's still early to make an assessment, but are they still? Um, I missed the last part of what you said. Um, but I, I, I think it's really too soon to make that assessment. Um, I think any team that makes a ma- major trade or a major trade, um, as the Cavs have done, um, they're going to get a, a, a bump. They're going to get like a kind of a high, a jolt of adrenaline, and they're going to be great um, or show greatness. Um, but once they really settle in, that's where the real uh, that's where the real measurement can come. So I think it's really too soon to tell. So Boston was the number one seed. I believe they're still the number one seed. I don't have the, the standards in front of me. But Boston uh, continues to kind of decline, if you would, or come back to normal led by uh, Kyrie Irving. We talked about this trade earlier, TV. I uh, believe earlier this season, our, our podcast season, and I think it was me and Ellis that were going back and forth about who won this trade and all this other stuff. Looking back now, you you just said it. Getting rid of IT probably was the best thing for the Cavs. Uh, maybe the best thing for IT, right? I, I think that they were just giving him the fans, of course, a little bit more. Um, than what he bargained for. I mean, coming off an injury, they knew what they were getting. Um, he just really didn't get a fair shake in, 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 in Cleveland. Do you think he may get that in, in L.A.? Um, I don't, you know what? I don't, I don't know, man, because based on what's happened with, you know, with his time in, in Cleveland, I mean, him calling out Kevin Love in front of everybody, and then, you know, my thing about that is, man, where was – what was J.R. Smith? Where was LeBron James for him? You know, for those guys to say, hey, look, like, these guys have won. Um, you know, post. You know, they had postseason wins. They, you know, they're champions. So you don't have that right. 
and then he's over at L.A., and he gets into a Rajon Rondo. So now, I don't know, man. It's, it's one of those things where he, I think he just needs to keep quiet, play, so that way he can get the big payday that he deserves, man. Because as of right now, I mean, if I was a GM in the NBA, I, I wouldn't go after him. Well, in, in, in fairness to what you just said about the, the Rajon Rondo case, Rondo, you know, was playing, I don't know, protecting his, his, his boy off years, which I think this whole thing is petty and stupid, by the way. But that's just Rondo, right? I mean, he's running his mouth IT defensive stuff, right? I mean, unless you saw it differently, I saw a Rondo that just loved to instigate and instigated to a point where it pissed Isaiah Thomas off enough where he responded. I mean, but <laughs> – I mean, yeah, that's one way to look at it. But the way I look at it is, and I haven't read for details of that, but I did hear basically it's like, well, what has Isaiah Thomas really done in this league? I mean, he was with Boston for two years, and they gave him a tribute video. And it's like, so now anytime we trade a player, we're just going to give these players a tribute video, you know? Like, hey, thanks for stopping by, grabbing coffee, and now we're going to do a tribute video. Like, it's, it, 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 it was, it, it's unheard of. So, yeah, that was Rondo. I mean, I like Rondo. And that was Rondo, protect, you know, protecting this boy. I mean, again, they're – they won a championship together. That's you know, they're, that, that's a that's a brotherhood that'll never be broken. But uh, again, you know, I see it should have been easy to just let it go. I mean, you said what you had to say before, so you know, why why continue on? I mean, Rondo's going to be Rondo regardless. It doesn't matter. Nobody's going to shut shut another grown man up. I mean, he's going to say how he feels in the story. But again, just just based off this season, man. I mean, so far, again, I wouldn't pick him up. I mean, he just seems to be an issue in, in, the, in the locker room. But mm. I don't know. Maybe things would change for him in L.A. I mean, let, right now we're not talking about uh, uh, Lonzo Ball. I mean, you know, yeah, we're going to talk about Lakers. You know, so now the Lakers are starting to look pretty decent, you know, starting to win a few games here and there. But, uh, I, I, again, I hope IT gets that, that contract he's been looking for. But I don't know, man. It's, it, it's, it's tough to say, man. The fall from grace so quickly. And I believe it's because of his height and the injury. So unfair. But that's the the world we live in as far as the NBA is concerned. And I can't hear myself. This damn echo in my ear is really making me upset. I can't focus tonight. But Yeah, it's, it's killing me too, bro. It, 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 it's absolutely <laughs> killing me. I don't know why it's happening. It's not an echo, but you're fading in and out. I'll figure it out as the show goes on. Yeah, the Warriors, I picked up on that too. However, though, are in need of some professionalism, gentlemen. And Steve Kerr alluded to it multiple times. Um, he made tons of comments about it. Uh, just recently losing to the Trailblazers, one of his comments is saying, hey, the team already is ready for the All-Star break. Pretty much alluding to the fact that, hey, you know, we're here, but not, we're not really here. Gentlemen, what do you make of the Warriors? McGriff, I'll start with you. When you look at this Warriors team who – is built stacked, probably the most stacked team ever in the NBA in NBA's history. You know, you look at this mm-hmm. team and you just say, well, damn, they should not lose a the game. They've lost 14. Some of the games that they have lost by double digits, um, they did not compete. They die, they live and die by the three point in some games. Um, I mean, they just, I don't know what is it about. Them. They lead the league or close to leading the league in, in technicals, ejections. I mean, you name a, a terrible category as far as heated attitudes, the Warriors are there. Are they just tired of being bullied, or or what? What's what's going on, man? What's your thoughts? Uh, you know how people get them inferiority complexes. They feel like they're untouchable, and uh, if there was 
to be an untouchable squad in the NBA, it would be the Golden State Warriors. So I think they're just kind of snuggling themselves right now, and uh, they're feeling all the hype that they're getting, and they're really riding that wave. Um, and that's why they've been getting all the technicals and everything that they've been getting, and that's why they've been losing games. They're kind of losing focus. They're too good for their own good. TV, what's your thoughts? I mean, the chime, the, the chime in on that. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, excuse me, I just burped. Ooh, uh, the chime in on that. Uh, here's my boy, here's my guy, Ellis. And, um, uh, when Golden State, you know, what, got dubbed by Utah or dubbed by uh, a few other teams. So, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's, it looks like it's one of those things where when, you're, when you've been top dog for the, the past couple of years or so, it's one of those things like, well, I need to find something else to do to keep my, you know, to keep the game my interest. But, team is uh is something else and you're hoping now uh, the all-star break is, is here you know maybe a little bit of rest would do uh, a little bit of recharge but keep in mind the four of their players are going to be playing the all-star game by the way but i don't know i just i just don't i just don't like this honestly i don't like this new look uh go to state man i mean it's one oh, of those things where people tell you hey man yeah it's like it's like people in there, and I'm just assuming, but you probably have they probably have people in their ear or close friends and relatives, and then, you know y'all you guys y'all guys will win the next four or five championships like y'all y'all untouchable, you know it's like that cloak and invincibility, but sooner or later, man, uh, reality sets in if they're not careful. Based on what I've been watching, either OKC or even Houston may uh, may set them straight. So let and we're definitely going to touch on that, but let's talk about that professionalism thing for a second, right? So in pro sports. I mean, don't you want to have some type of attitude, though? I mean, I'm not saying too much where you get the ejections and technicals. And in any sport, don't you want to have that attitude, that that kind of chip on your shoulder? Like, I mean, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. You know, I, I can't think of the underdog story that happened in the NBA a couple of years back. But it was a team where, you know, they you know were projected to win the, the, the championship and they just were treated like, you know, like everybody just was pushing them around. I, it may have been Golden State when they first won. But don't you want to have that chip on your shoulder? I mean, are the referees just being too damn sensitive? Um, it's fine to have a chip on your shoulders, but it's, 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 it's one thing to play with a certain attitude, and it's another thing where it's just, it's like, come on, like you, you know better, enough's enough, basically, you know, like, it's, it's, there's there's ways to play with a chip on your shoulder to where you're not impacting your team as far as causing them to lose games or causing right. other players or you know or, or or you know being suspended for X amount of games. So yeah, there's been, I mean, there's plenty of players that play with a chip on their shoulders. I mean, IT for example. But you know, at the, at the end of the day, that's just a line where all right, I'm here to prove I'm prove myself. But at the same time, I'm going to play within the confines of not jeopardizing my t- my team of losing games or possibly not making it to the playoffs and so McGriff doesn't it add I mean when you have a head coach that has his players that's that was seen in, in the Phoenix game recently and when they blew him out um when you have your head coach having the players call plays in the huddle running the huddle during a 46 point win I mean I, I understand that you're just destroying the competition but doesn't this add to the level of disrespect and unprofessionalism? I mean, 
I'm all about having the fun on on the court and on the field. I get it. We've all been there before. But isn't this disrespectful? I mean, Steve Kerr uh, is like calling the kettle black, ain't it? I don't. I don't. I don't think I can necessarily agree with that. I mean, when the point spread is something outrageous, that was when you start just like doing like stuff you would never do. So remember uh, back when the Lions were? I can't remember if they were just absolutely winning or absolutely losing. Like they let Sue go out there and kick a ball. Like yeah. I mean, if you can, I mean, go ahead and try it. So yeah, let some players go out there and uh, and call plays in the huddle. I mean, why not? I mean, <laughs> why not hone your skills while you can? <laughs> really? So a defensive back coming out kicking a either field goal or you know um, extra point or uh, a kickoff is just honing your skills. <laughs> what skills are it's you not, trying to okay, hone? Okay, maybe not. Maybe maybe honing your skills is not the <laughs> right word. But I mean, sometimes when you're at work, like you got, you like to have fun too. Like you're not always way, always about business. So, True. I mean, hey, let's have some fun. Go out here and just kick a field goal. Why not? Yeah, I mean, they're human right. beings, you know? Hey. I'm all for it. And listen, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be the Grinch. I'm just, I just feel as though if you have – a professional team is a professional team. You should not be getting blown out by 40 points. I believe this is like the fifth time Phoenix got, has gotten blown out by 40 or more points. They're terrible. It's horrible. I keep forgetting it, Phoenix is even a team. It, like, exactly. I keep forgetting the Suns exist. Since, since Dash, <laughs> and, yeah, the exactly. Suns, the Jazz, uh, the Supersonics. How do you forget about the Jazz? Like, <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> the Supersonics have been gone for a very long time, sir. <laughs> <laughs> They're making but a they comeback. Bring, they, but they are trying to bring a team back to Seattle. Though. Yeah. They are. They are. But – I don't know. I mean, I don't know, McGriff. Let me t- talk to the competitor in you. If you're on the other side and you see that, you mean to tell me that's oh, not, yeah, you, you don't feel a certain way? It. Yes, you do, but it ain't nothing you can do about it because you're losing. I mean, hey, if you don't want to see it, don't lose the game. Like By 46 uh, how How do how you think Tom Brady felt when the Eagles went out there and ran the same play he did and it worked? Like, uh, I'm sure he was pissed off, but, hey, <laughs> catch the ball. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess when you put it that way, I mean, I guess, I guess you're right. I, I guess you're right. I, I, I got to ask this question, though, about the, the whole D-Wade and, and LeBron James um, storyline here, because there was an article that went out where the Cavaliers, the Cav- part of the Cavaliers issue was Wade and TV. You alluded to it. I didn't get a chance to follow up to it. But a lot of sources says that, Dwayne was kind of caught watching heat games and training rooms and checking halftime scores and different things like that. So he never really detached fully from Miami, even though he played in Chicago for a full year. Do you really think that that was the issue in the locker room? I mean, for real, I don't, I don't think so at all, but I guess to throw some shade at Dwayne Wade, just to say, Hey, this experiment didn't work. But do you think it was something to it or what? <laughs> well, I think yeah, it's, it's I funny think it's because trash. funny because yeah, the articles the article states that uh, LeBron uh, caught him a few times, you know, in the training room watching Miami, you know, watching the Heat game and checking the scores. But here's my thing: a lot of players watch other teams. 
especially if uh, you know you play with you know so like keep in mind Dwayne Wade spent majority of of his career in Miami, right? So over over those years, he has developed relationships with uh, you know with, with those players. So I think just you know just reading that article, man, I think that was just a cop out. You know, just just <laughs> I mean, first is it, then is Dwayne Wade, then Kevin Love. You know, you know leaving. You know, going to the locker room, shower, then leaving out to anybody. I mean, that seems to happen a lot these days, huh? You know, not telling anybody anything. And, <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's like, really? Like, come on, man. Bro, I don't, I, I think, I, honestly, Chris, I think that's, I think that's a cop out, man. <laughs> like, you mad because this man is, you know what I'm saying? This, you mad because this man was, you know, was watching a couple of, couple of you know, a couple of heat games and, and checking scores. I mean, I don't understand. Players are not allowed to do that now? I mean, I think it would be a story if he was just, like, removed, uh, like a year removed. But he's been removed from the team for, like, two years. Like, I don't – I'm with you, bro. I I don't understand it. I think it's just a a way to point fingers. They got to point fingers at IT. They got to point fingers at Wade. Everybody that's gone, they needed to point fingers at somebody. Shepard for not showing up. I don't even think he's on the roster anymore. No, Derrick Rose got Wade. No, they traded him. Yeah, they, uh, but Iman Shepard is not saw, playing. Uh, but Shepard, did they waive him, or is he still? I think they traded him to the Jazz as well, right? They traded him to the Jazz. They traded him, Crowder, and I think there's. I think Derrick Rose either went to the Jazz, and I, I'll double check. But I think Derrick Rose Derrick, you know, either went to the Jazz or to the, or to the Kings. Ah, uh, that's the, okay. Shepard went to the Kings, and Derrick Rose went to the Jazz, and they waived him. Yeah, that, that so that's what sense. happened. That makes sense. Okay, I just had to make sure. Either way, everyone that left the team, there was a reason why they're gone, and I feel like there's articles out there to say why each of those players are no longer there. It all points back to LeBron James and pretty much what McGriff said, I think two weeks ago, about LeBron and his leadership. A leader would not let that happen. He's not a real leader. You say he's not a real leader as far as what now? letting the locker room fall apart the way that he did. I, I, McGriff, I don't want to take the words out your mouth, but two weeks ago you alluded to that because we talked about LeBron James and his leadership and how that locker room was kind of in, in flux. And if you're a leader, as, as he says he is or claims that he is, you don't let that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if so I – yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was go ahead. Say I, I don't again. I don't want to take the words out your mouth, but that was kind of what you were alluding to, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, TV, you don't agree with that. And then here's, here's, I mean, I want to say it's, it's it's that, but also who's to say, man? This dude, LeBron. I mean, again, I, earlier I said this team looks fast on the court. Uh, there's a there's a bounce to this team, you know, watching the OKC game. But still, who's to say this man is probably checked out? Say, you know what, y'all do whatever y'all want. I got my mind made up. I'm gonna still be, you know, I'm gonna still play. I'm gonna give a hundred, hundred percent. But come, come, um, the end of the season and, you know, during the summer, I'm out. I mean, that's 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 what that's that's me looking at it in another in a different in direction. And you think LeBron James feels that way? Uh, I can't speak for LeBron, but I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just assuming, man. I mean, because any other, because typically a leader would say, "Hey, look, let me. This isn't, this isn't the way we do things." Uh, 
you know, let's 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 nip this in the bud and try to you know try to get back on track. But you know, again, for it to do what he did while he was with the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, damn LeBron, like you supposed to say something. But clearly, I mean, I, it's possible he, he possibly just again, it's possible that he just mentally checked out. Again, he doesn't even get along with the owner. I mean, him and Dan, I mean, were, yeah. they're just. It's just okay, you know. I'm here. I'm here. Once I'm once I'm done, don't call me, don't text me. It's that type of relationship, you know. You know what? This is the second time that you said this about IT. So I, I, I gotta I, I gotta challenge you on this. I, they when players are traded, I, I feel as though I mean, if you were the alpha of a team and you go to another team, I mean, you're just gonna run into those issues. And I feel like that that's the issue that he ran against when he went to Cleveland. I mean, that he's just used to being a, a voice now. As far as calling Kevin Love out and all that other stuff, I mean, asking the question, hey, where you at? You know, I mean, crews do that, right? I mean, teams do that. People do that all the time. Hey, where where, where were you? I didn't hear from you. Or, hey, you know, the team is here. <laughs> not here. What the heck is going on? I mean, we hear this all a lot. So, through that, I don't, through that, through that. I, mean, I, don't, I don't necessarily feel like that he called Kevin Love out as much as he just, you know, like, hey, I didn't know you were sick. Where you at? The team, you know, we here. The team is here. You ain't. What's going on? I, I I don't feel like that he – I feel like that we're making it bigger than what it necessarily was. Now, was he right or wrong for doing that? LeBron James let it happen. So, I mean, hey, it's LeBron's team, right? He coaches. He does everything he wants on his team. So, he let it happen. So, is that really IT's fault for just being himself? No, it's not his fault for being himself. But there, but you should know – again, you're going to a team like the Cavaliers, you know right, you should, you know right away LeBron's the head man. So I just don't think it was his place to do that in the locker room in front of everybody. Now, I mean, one thing, if and, and this is based off, off off reporting, right? Because at the end of the day, we, none of us were there. But if anything, you should at least have that. If you if he had that one on one conversation, like, hey man, like what what was up? You know, where were you? That's one thing. But to do that in front of everybody, and again, you hadn't even played ten games. You know, you you really haven't been contributing to much, and it showed on it showed on the court just that little the little sample size he got a chance to see. So, you know, I got no problem with a person being themselves, but at the same time, you should know, you know, hey, when is when when the time is to say something, and there's no time, and there are other times where, you know what, LeBron's leader of this team, I'll you know, hey, he'll handle it, but he didn't so- do that. So Isaiah Thomas is the guy that shows up at the barbecue and complains that he didn't get no chicken, but didn't bring nothing to the party. Period. Like he's that guy. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah he's that uncle. Yeah, he was that, that guy. That's sorry. That's sorry. You know what, uncle that eat, that comes over <laughs> with the red cup. Thing. Thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you use red cup. Yeah, with the red cup and says, you know what, I gotta go. Like you, you was only here for thirty minutes and you talking smack. I got you. Complaining about the chicken that you didn't contribute to at all, and you showed up late. Yeah, you know we know some people like that, man. Uh, <laughs> they don't contribute. <laughs> <laughs> six four six 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 eight two one eight two. This is a lot of subliminal shot fired this show. <laughs> it is. It, no, it, but, it don't, really- but don't, no, I'm saying. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I got a, I got a couple uncle. I, I, I ain't gonna say his name. I got a couple. I got an uncle that's just. I just like, man, you so sorry. That's. I was like, you just sorry, man. <laughs> like, why are you here? And I'm pretty it's sure we got we got we got we got some friends. Uh, <laughs> one person was like, man, we don't really want to deal with you because we already know you ain't gonna bring nothing but a sippy cup. 
down. With your dick on the A lot of shots being, you know, taken tonight, man. It's a lot of, a lot of shots fired, man. Change is good though. Change is good. Maybe people might change their way in 2018, man. You never know. <laughs> I hope so, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't necessarily mean going to change for the better. Oh, <laughs> oh, man, where's going right now? Okay, Rockets and Thunder, man. Uh, which one of these are are more likely to beat the Warriors right now? The Rockets or the Thunder? Who who is poised to take out Golden State? Uh, I honestly just based off what I the game the amount of games I've been watching. She OKC and of course she said well Rockets and the Thunder. I would have to, I would have to uh, favor the Thunder. It's just I like the I like the matchup, uh, you know, especially between Westbrook and Curry. But then, what I think is a wild card for the Thunder is Stephen Adams, and for him to be effective, especially in, you know in the you know in the high pick and roll situation and rebounding. I mean that's. I think that's one of the keys of beating a Golden State team is getting rebounds against that team, especially limiting Golden State on the offensive side of the ball. And then you got Paul George. I mean, he's he's arguably one of the best two-way players in the league. So putting him on a guy, putting him on Durant, and then you got Kamala Anthony, where you know he he can just he can just light up and at a, you know at a, at an in instant. So I would favor the Thunder. The Rockets, on the other hand, it. it I don't know. It's, it's just something about them where I kind of wanted to say, yeah, they're pretty much the, the, the shoe in for the NBA Finals. But I think health, health concern, health being healthy will concern me with this Rockets team. I mean, Chris Paul with the hamstring, I believe either the hamstring or the ankle, and then of course, uh, you know, uh, James Harden with some of his injury issues. But I just think the Thunder will be better suited to um, dethrone the Golden State Warriors. Hamstring, ankle, knee, hand. I mean, you name it, Chris Paul. Old age. Old age, Old age. Man. You know, McGriff, I don't know if you've seen a lot of Steven Adams, but he reminds me of Ben Wallace. And we talked about this a couple of uh, shows back where I made the reference. Ben Wallace, Steven Adams. What he brings to this OKC team is grit, attitude, rebounds like a monster, averaging nine rebounds a game, um, 13 points. Not really game busting um, as far as points are concerned, or really making a contribution offensively when it comes to scoring. But his presence on the boards, rebounding offensively, destroying, taking shots out all the time on the defensive side, he is becoming what we've seen here in Detroit from Ben Wallace, and we wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. So when when you hear that, remembering that team that we had here in Detroit. When you have a Rockets team on the other side where they're lighting up the scoreboard, blowing everybody out, they've already beaten Gold State, I believe, two or three times already this season, or maybe that's OKC that's done it three times. Which team do you feel is more prone to take out the Warriors in the second or Western Conference final round? Um, so I can't I, – I, I got to admit that I honestly haven't watched too much basketball at all. Um, but – Based on what I have seen, um, I think it would be uh, OKC. I think uh, Russell Westbrook is is hungry, and he's going to do whatever it takes to knock out Golden State and get to the finals. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. My issue with Golden and, State. And though, I mean, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and that was, and hopefully we get that matchup come uh, NBA playoffs, man. I mean, right. just to, I mean, for Westbrook to not only beat the Warriors, but pretty much send, you know, his former teammate home. And not allow them to, you know, defend their title. You know, I think that. that I mean, I think that's. I think honestly, that probably be a seven. I think that'll be a seven game series, in my opinion. Yeah, but go ahead, Chris. My, yeah, my issue with OKC though is it's not the it's not like how you said the health of like uh, Chris Paul and, and James Harden. You know, can they stay healthy for Houston? My issue is how far does Melo want to go? I feel like if Carmelo decides to come off the bench for this team, I think that this team would can go all the way. I really honestly believe that. Russell can keep you in games and he can take you out of games. And I think since December, Paul George is coming about his own. He's really finding himself in this offense. He's doing things that we've seen him at his prime when he was with uh, Indiana before the injury. We're seeing a really mature OKC team. So I'm, I want to pick them, but I'm concerned about Carmelo Anthony, who I said should have been traded or, or something should have happened with him before the trade deadline. I think you could have got more from him because at the end of the year, be quite honest with you, I don't know if Melo stays on this team. I, I, I don't I, – I understand there's three big names there, but I don't think Melo is the guy. I don't, I don't think he is the contributor that you thought was going to come to this team. Now, can he light it up? Yes, he can. Can he give you 25? Yes, he can. Will he give you 25 is more of the question that I have right now. So it, I think it's all about how far Melo wants to go. If you come off the bench, you're not beating OKC. It's just nothing you can do because they have a pretty decent bench at this point. But if he doesn't and he tries to do too much in the playoffs, I don't know, man. I think they shoot themselves out of the playoffs easily. I, I do. I, I like Houston's chances better than I like OKC. Yeah, I just think uh, – yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's a good point. I think – I think with that Golden State series, like I said, being able to out-rebound them, but also your bench play is definitely going to be key against that Golden State team. I mean, Golden State's bench is led by Andre Iguodala, if I'm not mistaken. And OKC's bench, if I'm not mistaken, is led by uh, 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 Felton. I can't think of his first name, but Felton. Randy Felton, excuse me. There you go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that I, I don't know, man. I think with Melo, he can give you 25 and I think it's all about where where he will fit in you know maybe he, he maybe he could go somewhere he can give you 20 or 17 but it's all about where he will fit in and you know hopefully somebody you know he may stay with OKC or or he may go somewhere else who knows he may end up playing with LeBron but I think this I think at the end of the day man and I think I said it before this was a great this was a great acquisition with you know not just Paul George but Carmelo Anthony it takes a lot sure. off of Westbrook and and, and just to correct you real quick, uh, OKC has beat Golden State twice so far. So they have two more meetings, one coming up after the All-Star break, I believe, and then one sometime in April, I believe. Okay, okay. I thought that they beat them three times already. One, of, I thought one of them beat them three times. Appreciate you correcting me on that. Uh, no, most of them. Uh, Houston beat them once, so I, I think that series between Houston and Golden State is tied. OKC currently is 2-0 and against Golden State this season. Gotcha, gotcha. Melo's best basketball was played with U.S. basketball in the Olympics. His role was coming off the bench. That was the best basketball we've seen Melo play probably in his entire career. Now, that's just my opinion, okay? Ten-time All-Star, 
you know, all, all NBA six time uh, scoring champion rookie of the year. He's got the accolades. We all know that he's a champion in, in his own right, but to be an NBA champion, sacrifices need to be made. And I think he wants to be more of a starter in this game than he does in any other game. And I think this is the time where he just defaults and say, you know what? I'm going to come off the bench because if he comes off the bench right now, he's giving you 17. He can give you much more than that. If he comes off the bench where he is the lead scorer, where he is the guy and he can carry a second unit. I mean, hell he did it in New York where he carried that squad before Porzingis came about his own. So if he could do that in New York, I, I, really believe he can do it at OKC. I, I just think he would be so much better if he came off the bench. Be a dangerous team. Either way, Golden State needs to watch out because they're about to get they're about to get knocked out of the playoffs by either OKC or Houston. Can we agree to that? Yeah, I, I agree. And one other thing is it I think it'll be it has it has to be fifty fifty, meaning Carmelo willing to come off the bench, but also uh uh, uh the coach for the Thunder is, you know, being able to sell that to him, you know, as far as, hey, you know, I know you, you know, you got all these accolades, but I think you coming up the bench would definitely help us out. So it's all about selling it to Carmelo Anthony. I mean, I'm pretty sure, yeah, he wants to start the Team USA, but a guy like Coach K, I mean, for him to, you know, be able just to sell it to, not just come out Anthony, but keep in mind, at one point, Dwayne Wade came off the bench with Team USA. So it's all about being able to sell it you know, had that sales pitch for the, for, the, for these type of superstar players. And if he buys into it, man, it's, it's going to be awesome. But um, to be honest, I like what I've seen so far this first half of the season with OKC. I like what I've seen in Houston outside of injuries. Golden State, you knew what you were going to get. And Cleveland, you know what I mean, it's, 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 been, it's been a roller coaster ride just this first half. So well, I'm definitely looking forward to see how the second half is going to shape out. So if you had to take a team, fellas, right now out the West and the East, Who's in the NBA Finals right now? The halfway mark is over. We're we're heading into the All Star break. We'll talk about a, a, a little bit of their festivities later on in the show. But if you had to choose, who's coming out the East? Who's coming out the West? Please don't ask me. Please don't ask me. Please don't ask me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's coming out the <laughs> NFC or the AFC? <laughs> <laughs> don't do who, me like that. <laughs> who's coming out the West or the East, my friend? Ah, uh, uh, you can say okay, Golden State okay, and Cleveland. Okay, That's the safe okay, answer. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm gonna say okay. OKC and the Celtics. I would watch that final. I I like that. I I actually like that. Okay. All right. TV. Um, uh, I would say OKC, and honestly, right now I will probably. For some reason, I'm a, I'm gonna play safe and go with Cleveland. Ooh. I mean, right now, Cleveland is. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Cleveland is two and one against Boston right now, and so far this season. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to just based off that, I'm going to go with Cleveland. But if Cleveland doesn't make it, I I expect to see Boston in the finals. Before, but two teams out the West and the East, OKC and Cleveland. So really, it's going to come down to three teams out the West and two teams out the East because nobody believes in Toronto, right? Like at all. Like, no one believes no, in them at all. The only the only way that changes is if Toronto actually wins. That's the only way. Gotcha. That's the only way that, that's going to change because, it's, I mean, based off the previous season, I mean, Toronto, yeah, they make the postseason, and, and yeah, a couple was it three was it two or three years ago they were in the, uh, no, it was what last year, right? They were in the uh, uh, Eastern Conference, 
Correct. And I don't know. Did they, did they get, I think they got. Did they get, I think they got swept, right? Who Boston? No, Boston. Game. Boston no, 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 won no, no. one uh, game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Boston won one game. Yeah, the East Conference Finals. I'm sorry. The year before Toronto win, they won. I think the Toronto uh, ended up winning two games. I thought Toronto yeah. won two games at home, and then I think yeah, they won two games at home, made a two-two yep. series, and then Cleveland just ripped their heart out. Game five and six, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it, Toronto, it's, that's yeah, exactly we, what happened. We we've seen we've seen this before, but again, only way that story changes is you know Toronto actually beats Cleveland, you know, beats a, a great team, and and be able to uh, you know just get that monkey off their back. So what's interesting is that we, for those who don't know, we get our stats from TeamRanking.com, sports picks, predictions, and data. Golden State, Houston right now leads as far as predictions of winning the championship. Golden State, 39%. Houston, 25%. Guess who is third? Toronto with a 24% chance of not only making the playoffs 100%, they're going to make the playoffs, but 24% that they would be the champions at the end of the season. OKC is 1%, San Antonio is 1.2, and Boston is 3.2. What? And this is out of 100. So they break it up of all the teams, and they give all the teams based on predictive power rankings where they are going to land and if they're going to win the championship. And Toronto is third. Maybe I'm not watching enough Toronto basketball, but nah, they not, nah, not coming out these. Nah. Not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if they happen. do, that's good, but right now, no. But based off history, man, no. Hell no. Don't, yeah, don't put your money on Toronto. You're going to lose very quickly. Uh, 646-668-2182 is the number. We do have a caller on the line. Uh, before we get to the caller, um, for some reason, I put rant of the week on here, but I don't have a rant. I don't know what to rant about. I don't really – it's nothing like jumping off the pages that says we should rant about this. So I guess we should skip it unless you guys have something that's grinding your gears this week. Sports or not. Uh, nothing, nothing really grinding my gears. Uh, I heard that Jim Harbaugh has, uh, has uh, uh, hired John uh, Malcolm, uh, 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 former head coach of, of the Florida Gators. So he's hired him from what I've heard today. Why? I don't know. So it's getting old, man. Like, damn, you try to get everything <laughs> your coach is It is, man. I mean, he's hiring he's hiring this he's hiring guys from the NFL, he's hiring guys from from XFL. It's like you got all damn. these damn coaches that the you XFL? and you can't and you I'm just saying, man, he sounds like he's trying to <laughs> Look, man, you got all these damn coaches, and you have yet to beat Ohio State. You were lucky to get Michigan State, but damn. All right, let's what go there. Let's, 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 let's talk Michigan uh, football. Let's, let this be the rant. Let this be the rant. Oh, okay. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, oh, Griff. I'm sorry. Go for it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we, we can talk about that. I was just, I was just going to drop a couple facts, um, one football-related. Uh, Jim Harbaugh – excuse me, sorry, wrong one. Uh, Jim Caldwell, is, uh, he's selling his Michigan home uh, for the measly price of $2.5 million, if anybody's interested. I guess he's not going to stay in the area. Uh, <laughs> the measly price. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's newly built. It's, it looks like a castle on the outside. It's in Franklin, Michigan, and uh, it's like 3,800 um, square feet. It has a basketball okay. court. Uh, All right. Yeah, $2.5 million. What is, what is your basketball <laughs> 
because you have a basketball court. And, and the colors, the colors on the basketball court are Honolulu blue. Oh boy. Oh god. <laughs> but why does he have a basketball court? He, he, I, I, I mean, maybe I don't know. I didn't, I didn't maybe he divulged in the game for a second, man. Who knows? Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a nice house. And uh, no? we're not going to talk about the Olympics at all? I forgot about this. I, honestly, I forgot about the Olympics. I'm not even going to lie. I, I Germany, Norway, and what? what's another one of those damn countries out there? Uh, I would say Russia, but they're not even – they're there, but they're United not States? there. Well, United yeah, States but we, team. yeah, but we suck in what in the winter games. Like faithfully, we don't perform well uh, in the winter games. We're not games. doing too bad right now. I think last thing I heard, I think we're fourth or fifth in medal. You got the I almost. No, I don't, I'm straight. <laughs> oh no! I thought I thought I got the hiccups in. Like, hey man, you wrong? <laughs> I might be. Norway, <laughs> Germany, Canada. <laughs> Are, are are leading in gold medals. I mean, we're not leading. Well, yeah, they're, no, no, they're not leading in gold medals. In medals as a whole, well, then you got the Netherlands and then the U.S. Well, Canada is it's pretty not, much the U.S. So you know. Okay, so we're gonna take we're gonna just take they they shine because they doing well. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. Canada, y'all do y'all thing in the winter games, and we do our thing in the summer games. That's how it works. I guess. Oh God. Anywho. I, I mean, I haven't watched any of the Olympics. I tried turning it on, and it was too many commercials, so I, I turned it off and went to sleep. I mean, is that bad? Am I not patriotic because I'm not watching the Olympics? Is that a, is I, that a bad well, thing or something? patriotism is is anyway. Um, <laughs> it takes a different shape this year. We're not going to go down the road cool, right now. I watch I watch cool runnings. I watch the I watch the greatest American hey, is Jamaican bobsled team. Oh, God. Jamaica actually does have um, a bobsled team. They, they're competing. They do. They do. I, I think, think Jamaica does. Nigeria does. How many, Nigeria does. How many medals they do they have right now? Want to go? Huh? I don't know. Let's check. They haven't won a gold. The Jamaicans have not won a gold at all. They haven't won a medal. Now the Winter Olympics. The so Winter Olympics, Chris. No. You said what? Lift, Chris. They, they're yes, trying. I'm looking at okay, the, they're from Jamaica. They're trying. <laughs> There's no snow <laughs> in Jamaica. He said they try. Uh, damn. No. Yeah. Exactly. Won. You saw cool running. One damn medal. Hey, yeah, that's yeah. right, man. The great Jamaican bobsled team. Oh, oh goodness. This is yeah, this coach. is actually happening. We're actually talking Olympics right now. This is this Don't is Jamaican bobsled. Nobody. Y'all remember that from the movie? He said, "Don't take that from nobody." I, I just, I, I don't understand it. I mean, okay, was that the has line, curling taken place? Who said that? Uh, yeah, huh? dude. Curling, of yeah. course. The, the I sweepers? mean, so yeah, the sweepers. Like that's probably the most intriguing sport. So is it like over now? Like it's they're done. Um, I don't think so. The Olympics is like 18 days long. Well, just got to find out. I, I haven't watched. I have not watched. So man, I, I can't talk about did it. Somebody, did somebody hit something? Somebody sounded mad. Did somebody hit something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what, what was I'm sitting down. I didn't hit anything. Okay. All right, I'm, All I'm, right man. I'm sitting down. You I'm not moving. You, you be careful over there. Shut up. Shut up. Man. I still got the boot too, man. I, you still got the boot, man? I still got oh, the boot, shit. all right? Listen, for those who've hey, never stubbed their you, toe before, Aaron, shut do you up. you pump it up from nope. time to time just for uh, memories? 
Oh man, you come. Hey, look, you coming up on your pump it up, pump it up. Ooh. I was pumping that foot, just kind of. I was. It was uncomfortable. Listen, foot, if you. He <laughs> <laughs> was pumping that foot. <laughs> no wonder you been MIA, man. I'm man, you. <laughs> Damn, freak body. Goodbye. Listen. What wow. is it? Uh, <laughs> I think I'm not yeah. Oh, wow. Before you make your point, Chris, before you make your point, we just want to let our callers know, please, if you're in a group text, do not <laughs> do not send a happy Valentine's Day text to your boys in the group text. That is part of man law code you know one point three five point four six dash one oh eight. Section section section, section F. Yes, no, we don't know is... you good. We know who did, but he's not here to defend himself. Yeah, yeah, like really, like what? <laughs> who does that? Well, his follow up to that, by the way, it was probably just as bad. Yeah, well, it, well, it was just as bad as the original text itself. <laughs> you saw, you but saw the, the follow up to that, but, right? Sort of follow yeah. the was pretty obvious. I mean, you, you mean you need that day to to, to play uh, at McDonald's Playhouse, man? Like, no, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. No, you need a special no, day to play at McDonald's Playhouse, man. The part, that, well, that got me the most is the fact that the text. I'm like, dude, do you not realize that in like 12 years, the the, the same dialogue I was is going to be the same. Exact, that's, that's what I, I'm like. What is? And then knowing him, he would have tried to justify the actual message itself, which makes it even worse. It's like, oh, my God. We can't divulge all the information on the air, but just know Ellis is not here to defend himself, and he should be. So strategically, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Oh, man. And for the record, if you stub your toe and, and have to collapse on the floor because it hurts that bad – I'm not the only one that did this, okay? You, the, the, that hurts. So you, really. So you guys have a meetup group. You guys have a meetup oh group my every month, man. I started reading and just all yell, "Confusion! Confusion!" <laughs> my wife said the same thing, man. She said the same thing. Emergency! <laughs> oh man. Moving on. Good, man. We glad. We glad you're okay, man. <laughs> that was the rant of the week. Sponsored by Valentine's Day. Don't send your boys a happy Valentine's Day ever. Uh, let's take a call. <laughs> let's get this call in, man, and let's see if his phone rings tonight and if he puts us on hold because what he did last week, I thought. Oh, was Lord, here we go. Quite hilarious. I listened to a lot of sports shows and podcasts this entire week to see if that actually ever happened. Darius, you're the first to ever have that happen. You put oh, us God. on. Welcome to the show, you know, my friend. Can I, How you doing? Hey, well, what's, what's up to the sports group? Y'all like podcast. What's up, man? You know what? First off, I want before we get up. Before I want before I get to uh, to the sports topics, I want to say my thoughts and prayers to everybody down in Florida after the school shooting. And it's it's pitiful, but 
like one of your one of your co-hosts said, until Congress do something, this is the new nor- new normal. So. Yeah, that's so, not commentary and, I want to accept, man. I can't accept that. But I hear you. It, I, I'm, I'm just just telling the truth. I'm I don't like it, but they ain't gonna do nothing until we step up as a people and, and write letters to our local officials. Say enough is enough. How many more young kids you gonna have to have you get you gotta bury until you get the message? Right, but. I digress. Yes, sir. Uh, let me uh, let me talk about the NBA trade about the Cavaliers did. It, I, I like to see how it works out come playoff time because, yes, they had them two big wins I saw over Boston and OKC. But come playoff time, I think the Eastern Conference Finals is going to be basically between Boston and Cleveland. And yeah. And the Western Conference, it's going to be between Houston and uh, Golden State. Okay, so you're going to talk one and two and one and two. Right. Okay, fair enough. Because I, mean, I, I just don't – I just see uh, OKC, even with um, Carmelo and Paul George and and uh, Westbrook, that I, I think it, it probably won't be enough to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Fellas, I think that the Cavaliers is making on Rodney Hood, Larry Nance Jr., um, George Hill, pretty much all new acquisitions, Jeff Green, um, Jordan Osman, Clark. Jordan Clark. I feel like that they're, they're banking on these guys to actually to, to show a level of speed and physicality that, that I don't think that they have, but the speed and the depth that they are going to show in the playoffs – we're probably not going to see another team that can compete against them in the East until they play the likes of a Boston. Or, or, and you can throw Toronto in there just for kicks and giggles because they, they do hang around. But I feel like they're not going to really see anything or compete until they get to that round, which could be the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. And, and um, with the, the moves with the Cavs made, I – I truly believe this is going might be LeBron's last year in Cleveland. Why? Does it, why? Why do you think that? I'll tell you the reason why. I think with that trade, it might help them in the short term right now. But mm-hmm. if they don't, however, if they do not win the NBA championship, he's gone, and that team is going to be the ordinary Cavaliers of the late nineties early 2000s. Because personally, I think LeBron set them, I think he set that team up for disaster when, if he leaves. Yeah. He he don't care. (laughs) He runs the team. He basically runs that franchise, so. Yeah, he really doesn't care. I agree with McGriff on that one. I mean, I think that's obvious, though. I mean, if they I mean, fellas, for real, if LeBron James does not win a championship again in Cleveland, he's out of there. Of course. I mean, that, that, that to me is, is, is obvious. I think the real question is if he makes the finals and, and competes very, very tough against Houston, OKC, or Warriors, he stays. 
because a full season with this roster could be dangerous for the league. That I do believe. What do you, what's your thoughts on that, TV? Uh, I think if he were to make it to the finals and play very, very hard and lose still, I don't see him staying. I mean, again, yeah, they have they have they have a young they have a young roster. I mean, that's they acquire some young players, which is good. And keep in mind, Kevin Love should be back in the next couple, next couple of months or so. But at this point, LeBron is trying to trying to win championships. He's chasing championships, so mm-hmm. I definitely don't see him turning back to Cleveland. And then my next my my other question is, or my next question is, where does he go? You know, there's been talks of him going to L.A. There's been talks of him possibly. <laughs> possibly going to go to state, which uh, I that's not that would happen. Yeah, but uh, I mean, where, I mean, where does I mean, does he go to Houston? I mean, that could that could possibly be a nice fit for him. I mean, where does he go? To? Does he go? Hell, does he go? Does he go back to Miami, perhaps? But then again, Pat Riley's still running the show down there, so he may I want to deal with Pat Riley for a second time. Right. Honestly, but again, man. But then again, but then again, he dealt with Dan Gilbert for a second time. But who knows? If it's not Miami, it's got to be the Lakers. That's the only that's the only destination I could possibly see him. It's not the Clippers because the Clippers are are rebuilding. And if Doc Rivers is not there next season, you you don't know what you're going to get out of them. The only team that's going to have the cap space to sign two low long term deals like like a Golden State could would be the Lakers. Which then I don't know means if LeBron wants to put his faith in the Lakers though. Because if LeBron leaves, he's leaving to get a ring. Yeah, he's not gonna get it in LA. I don't know, man. That's a, that's a good question. And LA isn't, you know, LA doesn't pride itself on just making a postseason. Prides itself on winning championships. Well, you know what? Who says that if he leaves Cleveland, he actually plays basketball? What if he says, you know what? I'm I'm good. I mean, he's LeBron James. He's making bank. He's gonna good. play football. I mean, the Cleveland oh, Browns. Come try to sign with the Lions. <laughs> oh, the Lions, out of all the teams. I'm pretty sure the Browns would want him on the team. I don't think – like I said, if he leaves, he's going to be chasing a championship. So, yeah, he wouldn't go to the Lions. <laughs> if LeBron wow. was to go to NFL, <laughs> he would go straight to the Patriots. Why Why every week the Lions got to get shade? Why Why does every week the Lions got to get some type of shade? What, 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 why? Well, that wasn't shade. That was truth. That was shade. It wasn't the, – no, the truth isn't shade. Oh my God! So if they win the NFC North next next year, what do you say to that? Oh gosh, great oh job, gosh. great job! Finally, <laughs> it took you long now, enough. Now win, now win a playoff game. Oh my right. God! So what if they win a playoff game? Okay, we'll win another playoff game. You, no, you know God. how this See, works, they, right? They, they can't win. In order, in order, in order to continue to play, you have to win <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> they can't win. Like they can't win with fans here, man. It's just Yes, they can. If the Lions, they can win, no, if they, they can't. If they, all right, you know what? If the Lions leave, would you be happy? If they leave, ooh. Yeah, if they like leave, leave the city? Yeah. And go no. where? And go anywhere. Never, never, Shit, we don't is, uh, agree. What do I think he say? Peters never win. <laughs> oh, no. He said, what, what, he said something. Wait, who you I mean, me? I'm just saying. What if they leave? Rafiki. What? You know who Rafiki is. Are you Lion King? Yeah, but like, something. Is he, is he, is he really quoting Rafiki? <laughs> he was very knowledgeable, man. You just drinking again, man? What? 
You been, you been drinking that lean? I'll tell you why I mess with that lean on Thursday. No, so. man. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, man. What? What? <laughs> man, you know, damn well, Lions not leaving Detroit. If that if that conversation even comes up, let's believe something, something getting set on fire. Something getting set oh, on hell fire. hell yeah. So we're going to hey, we willing to Ford set. Field will get burned to the ground. So we're right. willing to set Ford Field on fire if they leave, but willing right. to continue to trash them as they're here. I mean, you know, that's at right. least we're not Eagle fans that burn down the city for no reason. Like, the see, <laughs> and that's, that's the difference between Lions fans and Eagles over. fans. We have oh. never destroyed our – well, we have destroyed our yeah, – Yeah, oh, yeah, I was going to say, come on now. That was for different what? reasons that had nothing right. to do with sports. I was going to say, there you go. Outside, but, but with sports, we've never did anything to that extreme compared to, like, the Eagles or, or you know, or even, like, or even like college college uh, sports towns, you know, like, because, for example, well, Michigan State won National Championship. They get kind of rowdy out there at East Lansing. And they State, do. And Ohio State. Well, see, we're civilized here in Detroit, I think. Every show, there's got to be a Lions reference. Every damn well, show. Chris, we're, we're, we're in Metro Detroit. I mean, come on. I understand, but the football season's expect? over. We, our season's been over for a long time now. Like, Oh, yeah. And it's it's their fault. <laughs> it's their fault. <laughs> All right, McGriff. It is All right, fault. man. Okay, all right. So if they win the so they win the North next year. Good job. Go win a playoff game. They win a playoff game. Good job. Go win another one. It's, it's uh-huh. never ended. It's Go never win ended. the Super Bowl. <laughs> they got to yeah, win. That, isn't that the goal? That's the goal, right? That is our the goal. goal. Our goal is to at least get to the playoffs consistently. Can we get there if first? You're not first. You're last, Chris. You Thank play you. Oh to win. You play to win the game. Hello. <laughs> this show is taking a turn. This completely mentioned the Lions and we can't get back on track. Jeez, OP. Six four six. And either can they? No, no, stop. <laughs> two one eight two is the number. Uh, let's get to the rapid fire, gentlemen. Um, some interesting topics that we have here. Um, I'll start with a football topic. Former backup quarterback AJ McCarron is now a free agent. In 2018, that is right, he is now on the market, highly sought after, multiple years. So with the draft and current agents available, including Kirk Cousins, Drew Brees, and a lot of the rookies that are coming out, can he win a starting spot next season? McGriff, we'll start with you. Mm. If he goes to the Browns. That's the only place. Not the Jets. I, uh, uh, I, yeah, I just, that's the only place I see it. Okay, fair enough. TV? Um, I would say the Browns, the Jets. Uh, honestly, I think Jacksonville should bring him in and give him a trial. As a backup? That's a backup. Well, well, I don't know. Mm. You know, why not, why not, why not give him a chance for the starting position? I mean, but what we see out of Blake Bortles, I mean, do you really think he is legit? Is a legit uh, starting QB? Well, let a lion, let a lion fan tell you he's better than Matt Stafford. At least he's won a playoff game. 
Man, I, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let a lie. I mean, he did. He did win a playoff game, but I wouldn't go that far. You know? I mean, he let, had a great defense behind it. Let him, let a Lions fan tell you Rex Grossman's better than Matt Stafford. He went to a Super Bowl. Damn, Damn man. I'm sorry. I mean, Matt Stafford <laughs> went to more uh, playoff games, man. <laughs> True or false? Damn. Pete Carroll will remain the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks after 2018. Wait, you can't say that, like, based on, like, you mean if they have a winning season or a losing season? No, it is rumored that he's either going to retire or they're going to let him go after the season. So if he has a winning season, I'll change the question. Winning season or potential Super Bowl run, does Pete Carroll remain the head coach after the 2018 campaign? If they win the Super Bowl, he's going to go out on top and uh, retire. And if he doesn't, they're going to fire him. If he does, if he comes close, I think he'll stay on for one more year. But I don't think he'll get fired. Okay. TV. They, they need they need that gum chewer on. You know the thing is, you know the thing is with Pete Carroll, man. Like I know with USC when they started to go downhill, he pretty much. Ran, and I think with say the same thing is starting to happen with Seattle. I don't see him coming back as I don't see him come back after this uh, upcoming season. Okay, fair enough. Um, I think this is the first time we mentioned this man's name on this show. Lavar Ball. He made the <laughs> he made a comment that I just I'm gonna read, and I just want to get your thoughts on it. I want all three boys to play for the Lakers, but if that does not happen, I'm telling you. The story, what's going to happen first, if they don't take Jello this year, I bring Jello here to play with Melo for two years. Lonzo will be on his third year, and I want to let every NBA team know that Lonzo is not going to resign with the Lakers, but will go to any team that will take all three of my boys. That's my plan. Uh, so man, did Joe Jackson read a book that uh, did, 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 did Joe Jackson write a book that we don't know about? And, and Lonzo Ball just read it and said, "That's gonna be me." Co-author. That's gonna be. That's gonna be my boy. Uh, I mean, this. Is- <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, well, well, yo, big up to that man being in his kids' lives. No, you know? stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Boy, real. That's real. Some of us stop. don't have a father in our lives, Chris. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I can't I'm choking that. it out Why would you even say that? Like this man is a fool, man. Like for real. But he, but he, but he is omnipresent in his son's lives. Now oh, apparently he knows he knows something that we don't know. I mean, this is the same guy when uh, Lonzo was uh, Lonzo was at UCLA. You know, he said, "Hey, my son's gonna play for the Lakers. He ain't playing for nobody else." And he ended up on the Lakers, so who knows, man? <laughs> it's entertaining. How about that? This is it's entertaining. It, it, it is very, 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 very much so <laughs> entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is the man that think could be MJ, Michael Jordan in one on one, man. So <laughs> never lost. Never lost. He never lost. 
<laughs> Never lost. <laughs> oh, man. Stupid. March Madness is quickly approaching. So, there are two teams that are on the bubble or just flat out not in it. Oklahoma and Kentucky. Which team is more likely to make the tournament this year? Uh, I'm going to play it safe. I'm just going to say Kentucky. Kentucky's in the, in the SEC, and they pretty much have, have dominated SEC since John Calipari's been there, uh, what, since, what, 2009? So, going on almost 10 years. So, play it safe. I'm going, I'm going with, uh, you know, with Big Blue. Uh, yeah, I got to, <clears throat> excuse me, I got to echo TV sentiment. Um, yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's the safest bet to take. It's Kentucky. Neither team right now is currently in the top 25. I take that back. Oklahoma's number 23. They continue to fly after we get on a two-game, three-game losing streak. Kentucky is on a four-game losing streak. First time in Calipari's career in Kentucky that they struggle. Both teams right now are not even on the bubble when it comes to the Ooh. tournament. We'll see what will happen. Um, That's right. I got to ask a question because both of these guys were, you know, they did their things in respective teams. Kobe and Paul Pierce. Who had the better retirement speech? <laughs> oh, Petty, Petty Paul or Selfish Kobe? Which one? Uh, honestly, I didn't, I didn't watch Paul Pierce's speech, so I can't even answer that question. I'll say this. I didn't watch Kobe. I didn't watch Paul, man. But if I had to be a guesser, man, I'll probably say Kobe, man. Okay. Honestly, I'm kind of sick. I'm kind of sick. I'm sick and tired of Paul Pierce. You know. I'm surprised that you actually are on on this side. I thought you would have been on the side of Paul Pierce. I think the better question would be. The better question would be, who had the better set Uh-oh. of memes come out about their retirement night. Was it Kobe uh-huh. or Paul Pierce? <laughs> <laughs> it probably would have been Paul Pierce. Yeah. It probably would have Paul been Paul Pierce. Pierce was getting trolled all the way to oblivion. It, his, his, his piece was very terrible. Yeah. His suit was horrible. His speech was horrible. Yeah. He's, ter- he's, he's terrible on ESPN. He's terrible. Uh, what's that? Uh, ESPN, NBA, whatever. He's terrible Man. on that uh, countdown. NBA countdown. He's terrible. It's like you pretty much just repeated what Jalen Rose just said. I'm like, why is he on here, man? But it's Paul Pierce, man. He's he's a champion. Today's fan remember Paul Pierce. They remember Paul Pierce and not Jalen Rose. Even though I thought Jalen Rose was a better player. This thing. Jalen yep. used to get buckets. Jaylen used to get buckets. I'm just saying, a little underrated, but I, we won't go there. Last question, gentlemen. Marvel's Black Panther will be mm, blank. Oh Fill in the blank. This movie will be what? You can one word it. You can, one, you can do anything. Say what? What is this? If you leave the theater, you're going to feel like what? Lit. My fist is gonna be in the air the whole time, <laughs> even though it's not about the Black Panthers. And you wear your African tank too, right? Oh, of course, prominently. <laughs> Black right. Panther will be Black Panther will be 
It will be awesome. It's going to be an awesome movie. Probably a top five in Marvel's uh, catalog. Black Panther will rival Captain America's Civil War as the best Marvel movie that's to come out. I'm sorry, Winter Soldier. It will rival Winter Soldier. It'll be too deep for some, but it's going to be a great movie. Thoughts? All right. Back. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm in total agreement. I'm, I'm excited. Okay, fair enough. Are y'all like, going to see? It? I was, I was, temp- I was tempted to to uh, take some PTO time tonight to uh, to go see it, but I wasn't <laughs> going to do that to the crew. I wasn't going to be absent on a Thursday to go see Damn. a show. You know, uh, Damn. Uh, I wasn't going to do that. You know, we made commitments Damn. to each other and everything. You know, that's fine. Man, damn, it's true. It's true. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Are y'all gonna go see it tomorrow? Like, Saturday? Is it on? Is it on the menu? Oh, you guys gonna go? There, there is a 10 a.m. show <laughs> tomorrow morning, and best believe I'll be there. Hey, you know that's gonna be it's gonna be crowded as hell. <laughs> <laughs> At 10 a.m. Yeah. Hey, you know you know them singers, man. They're gonna be in there. I don't know, man. I'm going to a, a Detroit Theater at 10 a.m. I don't think it's going to be crowded. If I was going to like right. part of Southfield or something, I could see it being crowded. Right. I'm probably go. I'm uh, going to. I'm probably go Sunday, either Sunday or next weekend. So, so real fast before before we hit on our predictions for the All Star weekend, where do you rank as far as Doctor Strange is concerned? Because I felt like Doctor Strange was a very underrated and underappreciated Marvel film, and I thought that was top five. top five. It was definitely underrated. I was pleasantly surprised when I went and saw it. I was like, wow. And it's the same way I felt about Ant-Man. Like, I yeah. didn't think Ant-Man was going to be that good, but Ant-Man was great. So, definitely. Stevie, what you think? Did you, did you see <laughs> Dr. Strange? I did. Um, I actually watched it, I want to say, last week. For the second time, and yeah, I think it's pretty good. I wouldn't put it in my top five as far as uh, Marvel movies, but probably, probably top, probably top ten, top fifteen. But yeah, I agree, it's definitely underrated. But uh, right now, my, I think I would say my favorite Marvel movie has to be, I'll say Iron Man two. Iron Man two is your favorite. Iron Man two is my favorite Marvel movie right now. Wow. Winter Soldier to me is the best Marvel movie that has graced cinematic theaters. I, I I really that movie is too deep for too many people. Like you just you don't even understand half of what's going on if you don't pay attention. But this that movie was awesome. But Griff, what what was your best one? I feel like you're going uh, gal. And you know when I was thinking Guardians of the Galaxy because Guardians of the Galaxy was awesome. Um, ah, that's hard, man. Cause like Marvel comes with it. Like they, they're, they're great in my book. Um, ah, I think I got to go with you, Chris. Uh, Winter Soldier. Now, if you put it all in the vacuum real fast and just take away the, the, the storyline that they're building up for the Avengers, if you just say all the Marvel movies, 
Deadpool by far. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean Deadpool will win that hands down. I'm waiting on two. That that's gonna be great. Definitely. All right, fair enough. All right, gentlemen. Let's get these predictions in real fast. Um All Star Weekend is here. Uh probably will be watched by like, yeah, it's here. Uh for NBA. The oh, NFL boy. doesn't watch because it's quite boring, but the NBA kind of brings it, man, especially on Saturday as far as their skills competition is concerned, three-point competition, slam dunk contest, Oladipo, Larry Nance. Um, honestly, I'm looking forward to Larry Nance because he, he bringing it this year, and it's kind of cool to watch him dunk. But which, which one are you guys interested in watching if you will watch? Skills competition, three-point, slam dunk, all-star, and then make a prediction in the all-star game who will win either – Team LeBron or Team Curry? Uh, I think uh, I'm going. I think I'm be interested in the uh, three point shootout. Uh, I'm not really into the dunk contest anymore. And then, as far yeah. as which team was going to win, I'll probably have to. Go, I'm interested to see how how Team Curry is going to shape up. So I'm gonna go with Team Curry. Okay. You said Team Curry um, right? for me. Oh yeah, um, for me, like uh, TV said, the dunk contest is not as good as it used to be back when we were we were, back when we were younger. It's it's not, it's not touching it at all. Um, so looking forward to skills and three and um, <clears throat> three point, and uh, I think Team Curry is going to take it. Um, I think LeBron's going to be out there upset and stuff. You know, LeBron's going to be out there recruiting, trying to see what team he's going to go to next. And he's gonna be distracted. The Pelicans. They still play. Yes, they still play. <laughs> it was a joke. I really don't know. I I, I don't know. Uh, I will go. I will go with uh, Steph Curry's team and Al Horford being the last pick because I'm pretty sure he was the last pick. And I'm probably gonna look forward to the three point competition as well. TV, to be honest with you. I'm going to take Paul George to win it, too. I'm going to take Paul George to win it. Yeah, PG's definitely shooting pretty pretty well from the uh, from the, from downtown. So, uh, I know PG's in it. I think Clay, Clay Thompson's in it as well, correct? He is in it. He is in it as well. Uh, I think I'm, I'm going to go with Clay. I'm going to go with the defending uh, three-point champ. Mama called him Clay. My name is Clay. That's, that's what's mm-hmm. up, man. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, gentlemen, it was uh, it was fun. Uh, we were a man down. Probably the basketball expert of the panel. Not here. Uh, but we made it through, man. We, we made it through. We made it through. So, uh, again, you know, heavy hearts tonight. But, you know, prayers and thoughts with everybody, uh, our friends and family down in Florida, including, you know, those with children, not children, doesn't matter. Um, continue to pray up. And, um Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the movie, man. Marvel Black Panther is going to be great. And McGriff, do not spoil the damn movie. Please. Have I ever spoiled a movie? No, but don't this time because you're going to be excited. You're going to have your chain on. You know, you're going to have your bracelet on, your, your shirt. It's African pride everywhere. I feel like he's going to be so excited you're going to drop. You know, it was, this movie's great. Just don't do that. Don't, don't. Anyone who, does, who doesn't drop rose petals at my son's feet would answer to me. <laughs> <laughs> My son works. <laughs> 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 
FT Sports Podcast. We appreciate everybody listening in tonight. Enjoy the weekend, and we will catch you next week. Have a good one, everybody. Dude. Hey. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.